and welcome to Your Own Personal Beatles with me, Robin Allender, and as always... Hi, I'm Jack Pelling. Hello. Nice to see you. Hello, nice to see you too. Happy, happy almost Christmas festive season, yes, etc. Yeah, I suppose, if that's if that's what you like, yeah. <laughs> uh... yeah don't, just, you know, don't sense your, too much jollity in your voice. <laughs> well, you know, it's all right, isn't it? Looking forward to uh, fair enough. Looking forward to getting the Get Back book. I sort of that's on the that's on the list. Are you getting any Beatley oh, nice. Beatley presents? Um, almost certainly. Great. <laughs> I mean, I get sort of nothing but these days. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, can't have too much of it. So no, that's yeah. good. So yeah, we've got a really fun episode this week. We sort of thought we'd drop one of the monthly bonus episodes we recorded earlier in the year into your feeds now as a little kind of Christmas present. And this is um, an episode we recorded a few months ago with our friend, the comedian and musician, Johnny White. Really, really? Or Johnny White, really. Johnny White, really, really, to use his stage name. And in this episode, we set each other a challenge to record a cover of a Beatles song. Mm. I thought it was going to be a really interesting exercise. But it was um, really boring. It, but, well, I was about to say right. it subverted my expectations. Um partly because of the sort of choices. So over the course of the next sort of hour or so, you'll hear um, us convening initially to set each other the the songs that we were going to take on, which was mm. quite Christmassy in itself. Yeah. And then um, we sort of reconvened after a month or so, uh, once we had them in the can and played the results and then chatted about what we had learnt from the experience. And um, I yeah. thought it was very illuminating. It really was. I think you do definitely like unlock something in the song that you hadn't noticed before when you learn to play it and when you're recording it. You know, you're thinking about how the, how the songs were layered, kind of mm. with fairly minimal intr- instrumentation. You're thinking about why this verse here, why this lyric here. You know, and I think it's fair to say Johnny probably got the rawest deal of the three songs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was certainly the biggest ask. Yeah, it's yeah. the biggest ask. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there were all there were three very different approaches. Um, yes, and we won't give anything away. But it's fair to say that um, yeah, we all came at it from very different angles, which was really interesting. Actually, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, no, it's a really fun episode, and we did have a few cans by the end of when we were listening to the playback. But uh, it's all, it's <laughs> we all did, good fun. yeah. <laughs> so please, uh, please forgive any sort of particularly forthright opinions and opinions that happened in real time. Mm. Um, so we'll be back in a couple of weeks with our big Christmas special, which is very exciting, uh, mm. where you'll be hearing from a lot of ghosts of podcast past and mm-hmm. previous guests and a few other sort of friends of the show. Yeah. Uh, and, and we'll also be talking um, in depth for the first proper time about Get Back. Just one other small sort of piece of housekeeping. We've got a very limited amount of uh, per- your own personal Beatles mugs. Uh, leftover from this series so if you'd like one of them as a christmas present you've got to get your skates on and uh, get in touch with us on our social media at personal beatles or you can email me jack at homesponsounds.com and uh, yeah we've got a few of those left so if you want to get that as a gift for someone who likes the podcast um or you just like you know they're good quality mugs i'd say <laughs> so Very if you're good. in need yeah. of them yeah. um then please go ahead also um we are up for an award of sorts uh, which is very exciting so if you want to vote for us to win pod bible's best uh, music podcast of the year you can go to podbiblemag.com and uh, vote for us there and we'd be very grateful if you did if you're wondering what to get us for christmas that's what we want <laughs> um <laughs> so uh yeah that would be very grateful if you do that as well as um you know people who are leaving us nice reviews at the moment on uh, apple podcasts we're very lucky to be the uh, uk's number one music podcast for the last few weeks mm, yeah um, which great. we're very grateful for all of you new listeners and stuff yes. so uh, thank you yeah what a wonderful and humbling accolade um <laughs> so robin any other business from you this week yeah, I was just going to say it's definitely worth listening to the Something About the Beatles podcast to hear a really interesting interview with Peter Jackson, which I'm sure we'll mention some anecdotes when we do our Get Back special. But it's really good, actually, and it's great hearing how much of a fan Peter Jackson is. And there's a lovely bit where he talks about when he thinks the Beatles were most drunk throughout the months <laughs> of January. Oh, they were definitely yeah. pissed there. They were definitely pissed there. Um, but also, I just wanted to say I had a really nice message from my friend Mike Wilkins um in response to the adam buxton episode if you remember we i talked briefly about david bowie's cover of across the universe mm-hmm. 
And he sent me this great um, anecdote, which is on the Bowie Bible website. So this is to do with, um, in January 75, prior to the Across the Universe session, when Bowie recorded that for Young Americans, John Lennon, his girlfriend May Pang, and Tony Visconti, and Paul and Linda visited Bowie at the Sheraton Netherlands Hotel. Bowie, in the throes of an escalating cocaine habit, insisted on repeatedly playing his guests an acetate of young Americans and was upset when they requested a change of record. <laughs> Just can I read this? So this is from May Pang's book, Loving John. Mm. John and I had seen him a couple of times before our Christmas holiday, and he'd always insisted upon playing us the tracks of his new album. That night, he played the album for Paul and Linda, even though John and I had heard it many times before. When it was over, <laughs> when it, <laughs> it's like so partridge about it. When it was over, he played it again. I could see Paul getting restless. Can we hear a different album? He asked. David ignored him, and when he began to play it a third time, John said, it, it's great. Do you have any other albums that might be of interest? For a moment, Bowie seemed startled by John's request, and then he smiled and told me to pick another record. I selected an Aretha Franklin album and put it on the turntable, and then David said, excuse me for a second, and he marched out of the room. I think you hurt <laughs> Bowie's feelings, I told John. <laughs> that really made me laugh. I thought that was a very funny story. That's brilliant. I love that. It reminds me of the um, stories of when Russell Crowe used to have uh, A-list listening parties of his terrible new albums. <laughs> and uh, everyone had to sit there in silence and yeah. no one was allowed to criticise anything. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, brilliant. Oh, that's reminded me, someone did um, get in touch with a, a good story in relation to the Adam Buxton podcast as well. Uh, this is from Damon on Instagram who says, Hi guys, love the podcast. I've started listening to the Adam Buxton episode and although I haven't got onto the actual Adam Buxton chat I'm thrilled to hear that Stars on 45 will be getting another mention yes, as Wendy Erskine pointed out it is awful, but it formed part of my own personal Beatles story. My parents split up in 1981 and my dad took all his Beatles albums with him and left us with Stars on 45. Cheers. <laughs> As a nine-year-old, I actually found it quite fun to listen to. Many years later, when the Beatles albums were released on CD, it became interesting to realise that songs like If I Fell did not have a god-awful 70s disco backbeat to them. Mm. Quite a revelation. It's really unusual selection on Stars on 45, isn't it? It's a really odd selection of Beatles songs. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But they're all great. It's it's good songs. Like, they're yeah, yeah. good big fans. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he says, anyway, I still have my copy, uh, but although it rarely gets played. Keep up mm. the good work, Damon. That's really nice. There we go. Uh, do you ever sort of worry that someone will test you on Beatles trivia and stuff? I mean, I worry about it all the time. <laughs> but I decided to try and like learn all the UK single B-sides. Um, okay. And kind of Darren Brown it a bit, you know. <laughs> but I don't know if you ever noticed, but up to 66, the A side and the B side are often like have a, a link, mm. even if it's a similar word. Love me, do. P.S. I mm. love you. Please, right, please okay. me. Ask me why. From I mean, me to very common words. <laughs> well, you say that. From me to you. Yeah. Thank you, girl. She loves you. Ooh, I'll get you. Um, you know, <laughs> we'll get you. This boy wants to hold your hand. That's how I've remembered that one. Um, you know, is that a ticket to ride? Yes, it is. Help? Why? I'm down. You know, um, the list. <laughs> the list goes on. Hard days, night, day. Things we said today. You know, is that all of them in order as well? No, I didn't do them in order. Oh, I could okay. do them in order if you want. I think I missed so is some this, out. Are we in the depths of your mind palace now? Yeah, you're in my mind palace. It's um, it needs a bit of a tidy, to be honest. Fantastic. Well, it's very roomy. <laughs> yeah, it is. Sure, well, maybe that'll give terrible you your, smell. Your dry January party trick. By yeah, exactly. Yeah. But by the time you get to sixty-six, it doesn't really work anymore. Eleanor, Reg Eleanor Rigby, Yellow Submarine. It's like, how are you going to remember that? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, well thank you very much for listening as always and if you want to share any personal Beatles with us you can get in touch by going to personalbeatles forward slash contact um, for now enjoy this festive episode that was actually recorded around Halloween with the brilliant Johnny White really really welcome to another bonus podcast of your own personal Beatles with myself Robin Allender and over here is hello my name's Jack Pelling <laughs> and this month we've got an interesting episode because we've got our guest from the first series Mr Johnny White hello Johnny hi how are you diddling I'm good 
but you've got to remember my full stage name. Jonathan, Johnny White, really, really. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and this month, what we thought we'd do, because we often talk about kind of working out Beatles songs and trying to figure out what chords they were using and why they did this, we thought we'd have a go at covering Beatles songs. So this episode is going to be in two parts. The first part is going to be where us three are going to challenge each other to cover a Beatles song. And then we're going to have a few weeks to try and record it. And then we're going to have a kind of reaction section where we... Is there a winner? We could vote on the winner. I didn't know if... I didn't know if... I just, if it's a challenge, you imagine that will lead to some sort of victory. Or maybe everyone wins. There doesn't have to be. I don't think there should be. We should decide which is the worst. Do you know what? I don't think that's... I think that's about... I've driven it into a bad area. There should be no winners. Yeah, I mean, I think it would just be interesting to think about what we might have learnt from that song, which uh, we yes. may or may not yeah. know w- very well, and to okay. think, oh, I yes. didn't notice this before, you know. Uh, that, yeah, that yeah. We could maybe have a little informed discussion afterwards about which one yeah. is the worst. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's uh, no winners, but there's losers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think what will be interesting is kind of the the process. Of yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm. How's your beetling life been, Johnny, since we last spoke last year? <laughs> My beetling life has been, um, well, it's, it's ticking along. Mm. I keep it, uh, keep it going. Uh, when I was on holiday, my mum bought me a Rubber Soul T-shirt apropos of nothing. Oh, nice. Um, so that's my latest. Uh, it's a nice, nice season for Rubber Soul, isn't it? It's getting autumnal. Yes. It's yeah, yeah. It's very autumnal. Uh, uh, um, so that was my last. Entry in my personal Beatles diary. Mm. I got a question for you, Robin. Mm. Uh, when George walked out of the uh, Get Back sessions, yeah, you know he's supposed to say, "See you around the clubs." Yeah, apparently, yeah. But I on the you can't. But there's a recording of him walking out. Yeah. But and he says uh, that he's just he just says he's quitting the band. But maybe it doesn't have the because I got all excited when I saw. You're, you're tweeting about it. I really yeah. wanted to hear George saying, see you around the clubs. <laughs> see you around the clubs. I think it will probably be... If it, I'm not sure that bit is in the original Let It Be film, but I'm sure it will be in the well, new Well, I've been looking at... Yeah, well, if that's his equipment, if anyone has access to a recording There's of that, a quite good YouTube video of someone, like, analysing and deconstructing... I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy that pops mm. in every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> but there's <laughs> a bit where Paul McCartney's complaining about having an itchy dick. <laughs> Just <laughs> Really weird. Um, God knows why, but you know that maybe that was a cause of some of the rifts. You know, yeah, probably. Mm. Should we should we begin or yes, we... yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, cool, I'm excited. It's like Christmas. So, it is like Christmas. <laughs> right. So Jack, my song for you to cover. Yeah. What? Let's first off. What would what what kind of era would you be most interested in? What would you love to cover? Would I be most interested in in covering? Well. But you can't change um, it. You're, gonna, you're not going to change it. Uh, I'm not going to change it. Okay, no, no. okay. I think sort of they probably get a bit more virtuosic in terms of their playing as they get on a bit. Mm. Um, so that presents different challenges. But then I suppose the simplicity of the early stuff and also the fact that I'm not overly familiar with that, the sort of 64 for period mm. I'd say would probably be quite interesting to me because I've been learning how to play Beatles songs and doing covers of some sort for 20 mm. years cool um, so they're probably the ones I know the least but well that, this seeks very well into my choice for you which is things we said today off, okay. hard, off hard days night because well it is 64 and um, the reason I chose it is because you're a big Paul guy mm-hmm. and I think it's one of Paul's most interesting Early songs. It's really when you see the seeds of the slightly com- the complexity coming into it, the melodies, and it's quite similar to "I'll Be Back," which I know you like yeah. because it's mm. got this minor major modulation. That's a great tune, and I think you might enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely. If I wouldn't have guessed that, yeah, um, but superb. Yeah, I'll have a I'll have a stab at it for have sure. I'm pretty sure it's under three minutes or something as well. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> that suits me. There's a Bob Dylan cover of it. Which is, is I think, 2017. So the 2017 voice... minutes long. Yeah, it's 2017 <laughs> minutes long. Uh, <laughs> the the uh, Dylan's voice is obviously you know what Dylan's voice is sounding like. So it's, mm. I'm sure yours version will be kind of 
slightly more melodious than that. <laughs> nice, yeah. It's not too uh, vocally demanding either, so my neighbours will be happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Great, good stuff. Jack to Johnny. Jack okay. to Johnny. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I oh, mean, cool. I've been thinking about this a lot. Oh, and I changed my mind in the shower yesterday morning. <laughs> we all do. I don't know why you need <laughs> to know that, that, but yeah. where I do some of my best thinking. Mm. Um, but I thought I would go for uh, Happiness is a Warm Girl. Ooh. Oh, whoa. Ah. I can't wait Just to hear that. Okay. Be- because there's so much, you know, it, it, there's so many different sections. And, okay. Uh, That's a challenge. Yeah, there's so much to play with. I did think, <laughs> is it too challenging? <laughs> Um, and no, now no, that no. I've been given my choice, I feel a bit like I've given you a hospital pass. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? But, uh, what, yeah, yeah what do you reckon? Yeah, I think, um, yes, I've got, I've got, I think, yeah, I've got an idea for how I would do that. I think mm. it is quite, that's quite, it is a, uh, yeah, that's, that is, that's a, that, yeah, that's a tough one, but. A good one. You could also, if you want, just pick one section. No. Of it, I oh no 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 no. But it'd probably be a slightly. Well, it might be a weird cut. Well, it'd be. A, I don't know. I'll you just... can do whatever you want with it. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I no, thought no. it would give you scope to uh, put your own. Yeah, I've got. You know, know what? I think it's going to be the best cover version thing. ever. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> a great breeders' yeah. cover of, of that song. If you need I'm some exci- inspiration. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I'm excited. That's okay, good. cool. That's a good one. Like All right. Johnny to Robin. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I so this so this is the first thing that I thought of, and then I changed it, and then I changed it, and then I was I kind of went round the went round the houses, and then I was thinking, oh, but I you know when you think when something comes into your head and you think you should not act on it because it's instinctive. Yeah. But why? Why not? Why not? Do you see what I mean? Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. Oh, okay, well, here we the go. Instinct. <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to say? And are you furious about it? No, I've no. got no idea. No. Okay, because I, I thought that was foreshadowing your fury by you saying sometimes it's bad. But you don't know <laughs> oh, what I'm going to say. Is... Well, how would you I know? Write down... Why do you write, write down, down what you think I'm going to say? Okay, I'll write down what I think you're going to say. <laughs> and if it is what it is, then then you're going to then I don't know what to do because I'll know that you are furious. I'll just explode. Mm. I'm I'm never I'm not furious uh, about uh, anything. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> All right, here we go then. Ready? Okay. Five, yeah. four, three, two, one. Norwegian wood. Oh, uh, nice. Sorry, because because that was Good. the first thing I thought, and then I thought I thought that you'd be annoyed because it was you'd think that that's what I would say. No, no. So I went crazy, and today when I was walking around, I was gonna, I, I'd resolved to say Maxwell Silver Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be good. I did and think then, about that one. And then, and then, and then, but then I thought, I don't know. I just, I was like. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought. Well, why did why why did I dismiss the first one? It's because I thought that you'd think that's what I would say. But why no. is that bad? Yeah. Either, anyway. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I wrote um, down "Hello Goodbye" just because when we were in that little build-up, I said it can be good and it can be bad. Oh, <laughs> and, I thought, nice. and I thought that was like yeah. I thought oh, that yeah. was like you saying, "Oh, he's." He might oh have yeah! Because oh, of no, the opposites. Might... Oh no, no. yeah! I don't know why, but anyway, Norwegian word, cool. That's great. Yeah. Because the the nice. instinct is to do a kind of traditional folky version of it, but it'd be very interesting to try and think of another way to do it. I think. Yeah, and mm. there's lots of lots of great uh, sort of modal business. Yeah. You get yeah. your get your teeth stuck into. Get your teeth stuck <laughs> right <laughs> into. <laughs> around. Yeah. Some mi- minor major mod- modulation. Yes, exactly. Going on exactly. Too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good, good Yeah, great. Well, this is very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is like uh, in, in changing rooms when they uh, yeah when they <laughs> go and stay in a hotel for the week. Or like grand designs. They should have. We should have Kevin McLeod mm. coming to see how we're getting on every like year. Oh yeah. <laughs> for like a few <laughs> <Yeah>. years. <laughs> But through the magic of editing, you're not going to have to wait at all. So we'll be back after these messages Mm -hmm. (laughs) with our covers of uh, Norwegian Wood, Things We Said Today, and Happiness is a Warm Gun. So we're back, um, and it's a couple of weeks later. It's nearly Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween, to you. Mm. <laughs> I, mean, I, I thought you meant everyone was in me and Robin. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Oh, Johnny, well, let's show, can I see your tattoo? 
Oh, yeah, but it's Christmas tree. Oh, it's Christmas. I thought it was Halloween. It's sort of the other one. It says abracadabra on a Christmas tree. Oh, Which awesome. is sort of... Uh, it's, a bit, it's a bit Halloween-y. Yeah. Mm, spooky. Uh, but it's, it's a bit spooky. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's a couple of weeks later from when we last convened and uh, chose our songs, as you heard in the first part. And now they're finished. They're in the can, mm. for better or worse. Yeah. And we're going to talk a little bit about our experiences of um, covering these songs, what we learnt. Um, yes. Key learnings mm. and uh, KPIs. <laughs> What's KPI? Uh, key performance, performance indicators. In- indicators. I Ooh. didn't actually know that. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, so I, for one, um, we don't need to remind you because mm. you you know this because you just heard it. Mm. So we're going to play Paper, Scissors, Stone to see who goes first. Uh, everyone hands in the middle and okay. we'll do audio description. Uh, okay. uh, we reveal on three or after three? After three, after three after please. Three. One, One, two, two three. three. Easy. Three scissors. Three scissors. One, two, three. Oh, Johnny's eliminated because he had paper. Jack and I stuck to scissors. Yeah. Okay. So it's Robin versus Jack. One, two, three. Oh, I scissors three times. Jack did. Robin's got the scissors. I got the paper. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I did. I did scissors three times, which means I win. Yeah. I d- that's not quite how the, work, the game... It's not about consistency, but you have won. I've, yeah. I won. I know. <laughs> so that means you can either choose to uh, go first or you can nominate who you want to go first. I'd like to hear Jack's first. Okay, brilliant. Let's do it. Okay. Cool. Um, we're going to listen to it and uh, we'll be back in one second. Okay. So that was my stab. I basically... Very intimidating. (laughs) It was really good. It sounded great. For some reason it reminded me of... uh, Well, I think I always thought it was a bit of a country song. Mm. But it reminded me of the way you did it of Some Velvet Morning, the Nancy Sinatra, Lee Hazelwood. It had that kind of quite weird, like expansive 60s, almost 
the Morricone's thing yeah, going on. So I think that is um, with the, that sort of Leslie guitar. I thought that's kind of what I was going for. And I should say at this point, massive thanks to my friend Jimbo James Whiting, who's a brilliant producer who mixed it mm. for me um, and did you know a, a really good job of basically producing some slightly ropey wabs <laughs> that I gave him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that was kind of the essence of the song. I mean, I should say when you gave it to me. Mm. Um, it was. N- it's not one of my favourites. Really. And, and, and as you know, like Hard Day's Night is not up there with my sort of favourite records. Mm. And, and this song is not one I'd ever paid an enormous amount of attention. I thought to, you said really. you were going to say it's not one I'd ever pay to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I certainly wouldn't do that um, for copyright reasons, if anything. <laughs> no infringement intended. Which is stress. Um, also, there's a bit of background noise, so mm. let's just quickly apologise for that. Oh, yeah. um, we've got some some noisy neighbours, but um, yeah, it was really really fun to do, and I'm really glad that you picked something a from the um, the period that you know that I'm not ambivalent about but the one that I'm in it is sort of less mind for me mm. um, and and the Hard Day's Night that record in general I think as we were discussing in the pub earlier it's a bit of a it sounds like a rushed record mm. but that's also kind of what I like about it and this song was written when they were on a, a very well needed break before <laughs> this album was recorded and they recorded it in the Virgin Islands and the Caribbean and stuff and you can really hear in this album it's like a really good snapshot of kind of where they are. Mm. Um, they wrote it in the Virgin Islands, you should say. Yeah, yeah so yeah. Paul Paul wrote it. In, it's a Paul song. Yeah, obviously, yeah. and it's very, it's uh, deceptively demanding as well, which is really nice because mm. vocally, I mean, this is it's quite rare for Paul to have something that's so within his like easy register because he does does tend to be so, sort of slightly virtuosic and flamboyant with his mm. voice because if you can do it why not mm. um, but it's incredibly restrained I thought and lyrically it's lovely because it's um, you know it's about sort of current nostalgia mm. which is something that's very sort of on brand for, <laughs> yeah. for, for, the, for this podcast yeah. um, and then yeah I, I have a I, the exercise of doing this uh, I couldn't have hoped for a better song really because cool. it really made me realise just sort of where they were and how adventurous that they were being mm. in that kind of pre-revolve, pre-rubber soul revolver period. Yeah. I think you can definitely hear Paul's uh, progression as a songwriter. And there's so much stuff on Hard Day's Night where it's like, obviously, and I love her and I'll be back, where that you can hear them moving in different directions. Yeah. <laughs> but that song in particular, I just love how the three parts of it are so distinct from each other. Yeah. The court, the, you know, and it's so catchy as well. And, and it I could like how be, in your, so in your version, go get, go get the guitar. Go get the guitar, yeah. Um, but some of the things I thought were, were sort of interesting to point out was because when you gave it to me, you said, oh, it's a bit like I'll Be Back, mm. which isn't something I would have immediately gone to, but it definitely is that because there's, we've talked about it on the podcast before, but the way that, you know, in a sort of in McDonald way, they would call it the the Picardy third or the Tiers de Picardy, which is where you resolve something in a minor key mm. with a major cadence. Yeah. Um, whereas this isn't really so. Something like "I'll be back" is. And then it goes yeah. back into the into a minor, and it's actually very unusual like that's not I think I disagree with Ian McDonald in that because it's not actually using it just as a resolution in the way that you would have done in a Picardy-esque way mm. it's actually modulating yeah to right. like the same minor key mm. which sounds strange because obviously the A minor chord is the A major chord is nowhere near related yeah I think he's doing yeah it's, it's doing it because it sounds so unconventional yeah. not because it's a, and then it would have been easy for that little chorus bit to be like well I'm just a big guy love to say you love yeah me, love, love. like yeah, that's yeah. where you're going yeah 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 but, but he does it yeah that's great gets oh, yeah. into that yeah and then Dude. ends on that E7 yeah yeah and the most interesting thing about it is then you get the that devil you get the tritone and it all rests around the tritone so even though it's very so you get that yeah 
Um, so, which is basically the bluesy note, but the tritone. If people, you know, for people who are, that's basically in any kind of like compositional um, environment, that interval, the minor fourth, called the Diablo in Musica, mm. is what you're told to avoid basically at all costs. Yeah, and it usually is in blues music resolves in a way that's quite satisfying. But Paul is not interested in that, mm. and I don't think there's any unconscious in what he's doing there. Um, but it's just incredibly, it's so indicative of their disregard for any kind of rules mm. and how adventurous they were being. In, even in the song that was like, I think it's a relatively fl- like throwaway, I wouldn't say it's a throwaway track, but you can tell it was written very quickly. Yeah, I think you can. And yeah. that there wasn't much like going back over things. And, you know, you can imagine George Martin being like, oh, really, you can't do that. <laughs> um, so I have a complete newfound respect for it. Um, That's great, and really, really in, enjoyed doing it. I think your yeah, your version was great, and I think what I liked was that you you produced kind of each section very distinctly. So there yeah. were different kind of effects coming and going for each section. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a joy to joy to do and completely what I thought the exercise <laughs> was kind of all about. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, just and they didn't have any kind of pressure to recreate the hits of when you look at it, where that album comes mm. it's just like it's the kind of thing of never sitting still and always trying to go to the next thing and yeah. I think with Hard Day's Night if I have a sort of criticism it is like the album was so rushed out and it makes more sense as a soundtrack album than an actual Beatles record mm. but they are you know, still trying to be really unconventional and just play around with things and throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of stuff on that record that doesn't stick. But even things like, so... Some days when we're dreaming mm. You get that lo- really lovely C9, Beautiful. which is yeah. basically like a yeah. Nova chord. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of their music at that, there's a very Spanish influence on that record, mm. if not only from, like, George's sort of nylon yeah. guitar. Um, and that Spanish, like the sort of yes, mm. another A minor to A mm. uh, major thing. Um, so they were all. I, I love the way they were all sort of copying each other, and you can imagine them all writing and be like, "Oh, that's cool. What did you do there?" And mm. let's try and recreate it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what I came up with. Anyway. It was brilliant. That was great, and what a great description of the song as well. <laughs> oh, well yeah, it's so good. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. So let's play Paper, Scissors, Stone for the, the next one between Robin and Johnny. One, two, three. Oh, that's oh. a classic double scissor. You got, okay. One, one two, two, three. Oh, oh. Johnny's gone on my guitar. And Robin has gone paper. paper. He changed it. I changed. And Why he's did been punished. Yeah. <laughs> Why did um, I change? Um, great. So oh, here yeah. is Johnny's version of Happiness is a Warm Gun. <laughs> I'm really excited Mm-mm. to hear this. She's not a girl who misses much. No, not, no, not, no, no. Oh, yeah. She's well acquainted with the touch of the velvet hand, like a lizard on the wind of pain. The man in the crown with the multicolored mirrors on his lovely arms. It's going somewhere now, I won't stay working overnight. Also, the mission of his wife, which he ate and donated to the National Trust.
It managed to be like really genuinely good and funny and really weird and brilliant. Yeah, it was so good. What's the software that where you actually you program in the lyrics and stuff? Uh, it's called Vocaloid, um, and you sort of program in uh, all the different. And it splits it up by syllables, so you got to write things in a funny way to get it to understand. So, do you have to change the lyrics to kind of do? The- Right. Yeah, you got to do like a uh, different <laughs> like. Mother Teresa. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was like, I that was that. an artistic choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the, when I wrote the, first, the I wrote that in as a, uh, firstly as a just like as an accident, <laughs> and then I, and then I thought well, it, well, I thought well, it's kind of cool because it's just yeah. jarring. But the thing is with that kind of with the vocal with that software is it makes it sound so detached and strange. Mm-hmm. It gives it this kind of sad robot. Feeling. Yeah, or like aliens trying to be in a band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the piano was really good, and then the but noise. But it is a sad, detached. I mean, it fits it absolutely perfectly. Yeah, because it is there almost is something sort well, of slightly ethereal and crazy. I thought yeah. about because when I was a little kid, um, I got the white album from for my eleventh birthday, um, and I got the day of school as like a just a supplementary birthday present. <laughs> 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 And um, I remember I used to get, re- I really liked the opening line, it used to give me a really, really excited, weird feeling because mm. it doesn't mean anything. She's but like, there, she's not a girl who misses much. Yeah. Like, I, I, I used to really like it because it's sort of this kind of it imbued with meaning, but essentially meaningless. The same way, mm. yeah. you know, like, it, you know, at the end of Bottle Rocket, where the last line is, isn't it funny? I used to be in the nut house and now I'm in jail, which sort of doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But mm. it's really good, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it's followed by. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. Is just like, <laughs> yeah. In case you weren't under any, like. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. a, it's ambiguity, isn't it? It's not a girl that misses much. Could be oh, yeah. missing something, as in she. There's not many things that pass a. That she doesn't spot, or she yeah, yeah, yeah. Spot it, yeah, or the, or that it's she that she's not a girl that misses much, or as misses people, much. misses people. Mm. Much. It's a lovely, um, ambi- but yeah. So I thought, and I've been doing some. I like using that vocaloid vocals, yeah. anyhow. Um, but I thought it would be because it has that weird kind of nonsense quality. Not nonsense. I mean nonsense in a good way. Not like yeah, yeah. Um, I thought in a Lennon-y, Leary kind of Yeah, story. I thought it would be make it sort of veer it away from being, veer it into the realm of the sort of creepy, which is yeah. uh, mm. it's good, a good of a realm, especially for Halloween, it's one of the best realms. Yeah. Uh, um, um, Some weird, weird chords going in there. And, and the harmonies yeah. as well, you replicate those strange harmonies yeah, that go yeah. kind of more and more intense <laughs> as the song progresses. Uh, and then I I I had like a bit of a drop with some like gabber kicks. And yeah, and I was like, I so I'm a bit, I quite kind of user see him. Yeah, take him out for because it's quite nice when it comes back in with with uh, the happiness. It's 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 funny because after I'd sort of um, it's really it's a very short song. It's yeah. got lots of bits in a in a row. Yeah, but mm. actually it's it's like. I sort of had it in my head it would be like um, when and I went back to listen to it I was like yeah uh, even yeah if it's only yeah it's I don't know it's like a nice little compact yeah it's yeah. not sort of paranoid android or no you know, no multiple, it's just but there are like, elements of pastiche in there and sort of parody and, and stuff yeah yeah I think yeah. You, the way you did it kind of covered that there's that slight tongue in cheek thing 
I mean, I have to say, when I when I chose it to you, I felt a little bit bad because it's quite complex. But yeah. it's, you basically delivered exactly <laughs> what, what I was hoping you would. You, you replicated the bit so where it goes... you got every little bit, like, all the yeah. strangeness and stuff. Yeah. Of it. The bit where it goes to 3-4, th- but it carries yeah. on in 4 <laughs> in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really weird. There's some weird timing in it. It's yeah. quite... Um, uh, I don't know if this is a... I've I've lost some of my self confidence. No, and I don't know in just in general. So, but (laughs) I so but I was going to say it's quite sort of um, proggy. That Mm. just that middle Mm. bit. Is that fair? Yeah. No, I'm worried. I'm worried that your um, listenership are going to sends me to jail. No, God, no. <laughs> no, but like, no, that's the <laughs> thing. Last like, time you were worried about uh, coming across as evil. Yeah. So stupid that I was evil. <laughs> no, the, uh, yeah, Ian McDonald talks about that. I think he breaks it down mm. in the book as well for like, you know, this bit is, is in three, goes into six, mm. eight, I guess, and the drum, yeah. and Ringo still plays in four. Yeah. Well, I hold you in my Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like, um, I uh, like uh, sort of I want to be in America timing. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, or a bit like um, something from like the score from On the Waterfront. It's like weird. Two, three, four. That's yeah. Sort of yeah. I don't think when he goes into the I need a fix, cause yeah. that's one of those great blues melodies that just slightly goes beyond the measure. Yeah. Because mm. it's just you know, and it's all part parody and part just really, really good as well. A bit like yeah. your blues on the same album. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like. But I've also like I always wanted to hear a complete version of every single section yeah. of that song, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's and awesome. to, to come up with something so beautiful as the intro, and yeah. then she'd be like, "Yeah, and then we're sacking sacking that off now." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of like heroin hell. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's great. That was, that was superb. Great. And the, the sort of choir in the background. Yeah, yeah. Mm. The choir. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that a sort of midi choir, choir or? It's um. <laughs> Did you get a, a sixteen people in a church? Uh, no, it's uh, <laughs> it's got a funny name. It's like a um, it starts with an S. And it's got like a, it's like a, it's a plug-in that has like a, uh, it's a lady on the front that looks like um, she's in the Scottish Widows advert. Mm. Right. And it's Mother from, Teresa. Yeah, it's Mother Teresa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Mother Teresa plug-in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's I had a bit, and then that. Oh yeah, I used a bit of. Um, because it was to make it Beatlesy, I put a bit of AD ADT plugin. Right. On cool. the, only when it when it gets to the I need a fix bit, the rest mm. of it is 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 has synthetic ADT mm. on it. Right. Um, and for sort of the layman who might not be familiar with artificial double tracking, can you explain what um, it is? Anyone? Because I don't really know. Well, it's um, it's a slightly lagged take. It's like a fake. Double tracking yeah. thing with tape delay, basically. Yeah. But yeah. one slightly, yeah. one if you put the duplicated track slightly behind the other one, it will sound. And then they awesome. phase it sort of goes fa- like, phases, yeah. so it kind of mm. goes around the stereo field. Mm. Um, I think. Nice. I mean, I know what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, mm. Great. Yeah. That's brilliant. Oh, that was absolutely delightful. <laughs> I mean, it was really good, and I, I, don't, I hope you don't think it's a criticism but I laughed all the way through it <laughs> <Yeah>. as well <laughs> like, but, but that was also because I thought yeah. it was good it was so kind of just unexpected yeah. I think John amazing. and Therese would be very proud yeah, yeah. 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 That's nice. great stuff yeah, really good um, so and then there was one and then I do rock Robin. paper scissors with myself yeah, yeah. with God you can do if you with want God <laughs> you can always lose <laughs> yeah um, so Robin's version of Norwegian Wood. Sure. Let's have a listen. Thank you. 
Absolutely beautiful, Robbie. Superb. Thank you. Such nice vocals though, <laughs> in my immediate slinky, very slinky. Yeah, oh, nice. slinky sound. I think it was weird, like because yeah, we were just chatting then about when we were recording it because I recorded it with my friend Joe on drums and about mm. I sort of had an idea of doing something a bit velvets and a bit mm. opiated, like kind of quite slight druggy droney sound. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And weirdly, like I read today, like it was John Cale's favourite Beatles song because yeah. he mm. thought there was something quite velvety in it I suppose yeah. that you mm. heard yeah I don't know Beautiful. like thanks <laughs> it's like, I think there's a real nice cyclical pulse to that song don't yeah you? because it's in 6-8 which always has a nice groove to it but there's no it's got swing to it as well that's the yeah, thing I realised yeah. when we were playing it is that like, there's a real swing to the way they're playing it in 6-8 mm. it sort of makes sense to play it with a bit of swing it's also got one of those tears to Piccadies but the other way yeah yeah okay. yeah that was the thing that I thought of because when you gave gave it the song to me I thought like I was quite excited to do it but like I thought at the same time it was quite a simple song because there's only two bits but mm. what sort of makes it interesting I thought was that it's like if you if you think of a song like We Can Work It Out, where the Paul and John difference is very very distinct. Mm. I think it's Norwegian Woods really interesting because it's like there's quite the composition is quite contested. Like John said at one point he wrote hundred percent of it. Yeah, <laughs> and Paul said that he wrote the bridge, the minor bit, which does sound really Paul, and also that Paul came up with the I- idea of it being the story where they, there's the fire at the yeah. end mm. kind of thing. Although that's quite poorly. I mean. Yeah. So that's kind of quite interesting to go into. What's it to, mm. to, to, to just to be clear about the story of the song, mm. it's to say, it's a, so our little fire isn't a good Norwegian when you burn the house down, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that is, yeah. I think it's weird because like he's obviously going for this like Dylan thing and I think it, it, it does hit that kind of ambiguous... No, but basically it's, yeah. It's, it's like a little twist, like at the end of a sort of Roald Dahl short story. Yeah, yeah. basically. So he goes around to someone's house. She doesn't sleep with him. He has so to sleep he in the bath. He sleeps in the bath. Which he I wakes up, she's gone. Every time I hear it, I would yeah. imagine mm. the incline of a bath. Yeah, thing. So that can't be that good. <laughs> but the thing is, and, and so, yeah, the, the, the ambiguity of it is, does he just set a fire to keep himself warm? Does he light a fire to keep him, or does he burn the house down? Mm. But what's weird about it... But it was it, written about, also about a house on the King's Road, which you... Really? Really? Thought, um, yeah, it was. I think he went. It was like a mad night out, and he ended up going ah. out with some back with some girl, and nothing happened. There's one and he ended up sleeping in the bathroom, right? So it's more anecdotal than you would imagine. There's and one story that's about Maureen Cleave, who wrote, who was uh, wrote the the um, bigger than Jesus newspaper right. article, okay. who he was good friends with. He went to St Anne's College, by the way, in Oxford. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> um, why? What do you think is the, is the 
I'm always curious about your songs that have brackets in the yeah. title, you know, because yeah. what's it? Brackets, this bird this is flying. Is flying. Yeah. What? Do you, why? What, I that was the original title. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Um, and it's so it might be as simple as that. Oh, I see, I see. There's oh, a really yeah, good. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting. Have you heard the original, the first take of it that's on anthology? Because they play. So the, the version on Rubber Soul is in E. Mm. So like, if you're a guitarist, you'll know you'll play it around D because it just works. You can tell that he's written it by playing around with the D yeah. chord. So the version on Rubber Soul is capo on second fret, so it's in the key of E. Mm. But the first version is in D, and it's almost played for comic effect. It's quite mm. weird. It's quite a weird version. There's a bit where it's like, John's like, isn't it good? Like, quite kind of, it's very ironic. Mm. But then obviously in the... I mean, that was a kind of self-protection thing that he used to do a lot. In yeah. those things, so I think because it obviously is a Dylan inspired thing, but yeah. he, I think, was at, still in that period a little bit sort of coy about doing something that was completely sincere and yeah, sure, um, slightly yeah. out there in that way. But it's so the thing I can't work out about the lyrics from, from having you know remembered them and stuff is what what it's hard to know what was meant by Norwegian Wood at the time. Because, oh, uh, I mean, like, is it basically like, I think it's like Paul was saying, Paul said somewhere that it's like, if you had Norwegian wood, it's like, it's kind of cheap pine, kind of cheap furniture. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. I, I think so that's it's a what bit, it kind of is. So, it's a damning yeah. sort of oh. thing about how tacky the house is. I tacky. thought it was yeah. meant that it was really good. No, I think it's bad. I think it's oh. meant to be no, like I think it's right. the modern equivalent of like, and she had like a Billy Ikea Thing. No, I think it's more like Abigail's Cause party. Because oh, oh, like it's a bit nouveau riche or something. Yeah, so I, I think the whole, from what I understand it, oh, this is, this is something this that I've read years ago now. that I'm probably misinterpreting, but she was a really sort of posh, um, Kings Roady girl. Right. And then when he went back to the house, it all of that sort of seemed like a bit of an affectation and she actually had quite a cheap apartment right. in yeah. Chelsea. It's so snobby, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, and also I, in the... Sorry, Johnny. I just... That, uh, always, um, uh, in my head, I've always imagined Norwegian woods to be... Nice to wood. To be, uh, yeah. Highly, sounds highly, highly it sounds like a nice sauna or something. I think it's... it's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's almost like calling a song a, a malm, malm, a chest of drums. <laughs> I think it is like this kind of thing where... The funny thing is, though, it starts like that. Like, I always thought of it as being like a bit of a, a thing about, yeah, like an Abigail's party style person, someone who thinks they're a bit more sophisticated than they yeah, are. Yeah, th I think that's what it is. Yeah. But it doesn't go anywhere with that. Because the only mm. reference to this, the girl is that she has Norwegian wood furnishings and she won't sleep with John. Yeah. <laughs> and like, so it's, it's interesting. She like, had a rug. That's she's got nice. a rug, yeah. Maybe it's sort of um, wine. Yeah, maybe it's a bit of maybe it's a sort of odd fury of thinking that she thought she was somehow better than him, but he's identified that she's yeah. sort of. That's my of, reading of it. I mean, it's it, mean, it, isn't it? Yeah, anyway, yeah. I think it's a guy it's coming down weird. from Liverpool and then fraternising with these Kings Road types, and it yeah. turns out that they're all kind got of rubbish wood, yeah, got rubbish furnishing. Got, got wood that's not as near as. Yeah, it's kind of, but it's. Whichever way you read it, it's like pretty horrible. And also, the play on words with "had" is quite grim, really, isn't it? I once had a girl. Oh yeah. Mm. Had did, did had not mean shagged. I've I've had her. Well, no, I think that's the play on words, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's I know, like, but like even on the play of words, it's a bit grim, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a grim. It's grim. It's it is a grim. It's, it's, it's growing grimmer by the it's second. It's growing grimmer by the second. <laughs> John started writing it. When he was on a skiing holiday with Cynthia and George Martin. Yeah, so can you wife. imagine like Cynthia hearing it as he was working? Yeah, let me play you this one. Yeah, yeah. so weird. But I, I thought it was really fun to play, and like yeah. it's a it's a great song to learn. I, I taught it a lot when I was teaching guitar last mm. year. Did you? Uh, what was your? What key did you play it? So I played got, it in D. Sorry um, that I've got perfect pitch. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was doing playing it in D, and I also just was singing it in very head voice thing and double tracking it and putting loads of reverb on it. Oh, that's the best. Thing. Way. It sounded lovely. Thanks, and I thought it'd be fun to do a kind of 
free jazzy thing at the start. Yeah, that was that. Mm. Do a drone I, thing. I felt like I was at Cafe Otto. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I wanted to get something of it. Do you know tor- the Tortoise albums? Yeah, like standards. Yes. Mm. Yeah, they'd be the, 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 yeah. the song. The way it starts. Yeah, it's amazing. I really love that, like super compressed, distorted drum sound. Mm, I just yeah. wanted to do that because I thought it'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, well, it's yeah, it was good. It was good fun. And I tried to do, I didn't want to do a sitar, but I did something where I sampled a little thumb piano and kind of did that for the... Yeah, it's that, mm. that, that, that the, the clingy clang. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, yeah, that sounded awesome. Oh, and I, you know when I said about the Velvets, I wasn't saying John Cale heard it and thought it sounded like the Velvet Underground, but because, mm. you know, I know which... I just wanted to clear that up. So in, in terms of uh, KPIs, yeah. <laughs> no, in terms of key sort of takeaways, did you learn anything about the song that you perhaps didn't think before by covering it? I'll ask that to Johnny first. Um, I, well, and this is a very asinine revelation, but I realised that the song was shorter than I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. But also, uh, yeah, so I suppose I hadn't... Um, um, realised how weird the sort of drum the interplay rhythmically between the drum and the guitar riff and mm. the vocal line on that mm. da, 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 da bit because mm. it does jump around there's a bit there's like a bit where it doesn't sort of it it it's like you'd have to know the whole thing to do it as in it's it doesn't it's very odd it's mm, like odder, yeah. odder than I thought it was yeah. from a mm. From a rhythmic point of view, but um, I think mine was similar because a I didn't realise how short Norwegian Wood is two minutes five seconds long, which really? is really short. Yeah, and the other yeah the it other thing an ex- extended free jazz drum yeah, solo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but my t- yeah my takeaway is sort of similar as well. It's quite a, it's a very lovely complex guitar part, and it was kind of quite hard to get the bass to play in it. In a mm. nice way, so it's sort of like that was really interesting hearing that because you have to kind of play this kind of boom, boom, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, to play We're around. Good old. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was just it was kind of interesting to kind of figure out how you get the bass to sit in it. Yeah, that was what I almost gave you as a song was when I was sixty-four. Oh, that would have been fun. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, yeah? What did you learn, Jack? Um, KPIs. Well, I mean, I but guess I didn't I ask you about how... the. I didn't ask you before because yeah. I. What was the the sound that's like this? Uh, there was sound like an aquatic burst. Um, so that uh, you my you'll have to ask my producer. Uh, hey mate, Johnny was asking about what the aquatic burst sound was. Basically, I just took your original vocal, copied it multiple times, and detuned it and harmonized it in different ways, um, as imperfectly as I can, so that it sounded um, a little bit more natural and not just copies of themselves. Uh, so here are a couple of examples. So then I pan them all left and right. That all sounded like this. Uh, and then I just stuck a chorus echo on there with um, loads of uh, feedback. And it sounds like this. And is there a song you'd like to have done? Well, I'm a quite mediocre uh, guitar player and piano player, and my background is in singing, and part of the reason why I'm a Paul person is because I just love Paul vocals. Bearer. <laughs> Paul Bearer, if you yeah. will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I would have thought you would have gone for something... Oh no, I wouldn't have thought you would have gone for something, but I was preparing myself to be sort of stretching a little bit more, sort oh, of really? vocally maybe. Oh yeah. Well, I thought maybe you would play to like, strengths oh, a bit more than you did. I think this is definitely the most vocally restrained okay. Paul song there probably is. And I'm glad you didn't do it to be honest, because I struggled. <laughs> Another thing I didn't really mention was how hard it was to sing. Right. Um, just because of all those weird minor fourths. Right. And um but at, yeah, considering in range wise it's it's in a very comfortable zone. Mm. It's uh, like um when we had Alison McLean on the other day, he was talking about how hard yesterday is to sing. Yeah. 
Just because there's strange intervals that you're not. Norwegian used Woods to weird seeing. as well. Yeah. Just of the intervals. You start on on A. Yeah. And they're relatively modal, and you're just you're used to you're going shifting down in certain intervals. Well. Yeah. Mm. Um, so in for a sort of boring musical no. version, yeah, that would be it. Cool. But uh, what about you, John? What, uh, what, if I did, what, what, what dream if you could have chosen for yourself or? Uh, I was thinking I would have quite like to say Octopus's Garden <laughs> really <laughs> that would yeah, be great yeah, yeah. Mm. like a sort of very like uh, ambient yeah um, I had lofty aspirations to get given one that was like had um, sort of very major chords and then set it in a minor key mm. right Yeah. a bit like that um have you heard that ghost cover of Here Comes the Sun? No. Yeah. Oh, oh it's fantastic. It? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but then I thought that I was actually, yeah, I, yeah. so I was going to do a weird octopus's garden. Mm. But then oh. that probably would have, I'm, I'm happy that I got the one that I did because it's, it's always better when I don't enact my own instincts my <laughs> 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 uh, 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 um, well, I don't know uh, mm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah it's better when I don't have like my it's I'd much prefer it when someone decides for me what to do yeah, yeah. sure <laughs> yeah and Robin I would have thought that Norwegian would is relatively in your comfort zone but I, yeah no I was very happy I mean to you've got that. a folky finger picking kind of yeah that's your bag I'd love to I would one day love to do a cover of Strawberry Fields but I know it would mm. be hopeless <laughs> well, why don't we do this again next year? We'll yeah. forget about this conversation. Yeah, and, and then yeah. We'll, we'll see if we those. can do it. Because I think that would just be a fun one to work out and to play. But it wouldn't be. I think part of me thinks that by covering it, I'll unlock it. You know. Yeah. But you won't, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, I hope you uh, enjoyed that as much as we did. And. For, for my part, thank you so much, guys, for putting in the time for doing it. Mm. I thought they were oh, both yeah. exceptional entries. <laughs> and uh, really enjoyed it. Can't stress enough, no copyright infringement intended. Yeah. <laughs> um, so hopefully uh, this won't get pulled down by Apple. But, um, yeah, it, for my part, it certainly served the purpose of exactly what we wanted mm. to do. Like That's a song I'll never hear again in the same way mm. because I have such a better understanding of it and um yeah any any final words i think i think um and thank you so much johnny for doing it yeah no, thanks johnny no, uh, any 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 time any day any <laughs> uh, 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 yeah no 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 thanks any thanks, time thanks. <laughs> just do a beatles <laughs> any time and now <laughs> yeah if you yeah no thank you very much guys for 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 because it's good to get I, I, yeah it's nice to to Get out of the house. It's nice to get out of the house. <laughs> it's nice to finish something. It's nice, nice to, to finish something. That's I don't what have I to found. finish yeah. these things. Yeah. So that's what I said to Robin. Um, and was like, how's the song going? I was like, it's finished, which is better than I can say for any piece of music I've written in the last three years. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Like yeah. it or lump it, yeah. it's done. Yeah, well, thanks. <laughs> thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Thanks. And thank you so much for the uh, Patreon people who are hearing this before everyone else. Oh, and, yes. And uh, we'll be back with a regular episode very soon. Keep right. beetling on. Keep beetling on. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So that was our Beatles covers challenge with Johnny White. Really, really um, fabulous that. I, I really enjoyed the process of that. Um, and just having some a nice evening with cans with you and Johnny. Yeah, and yeah, as I said in the intro, just learning the song really does add a layer of understanding to it. You know, thinking about those songwriting choices that were made, and and mm. also it does help your understanding, particularly with mine, with Norwegian Wood. It's really lovely to to hear what you think. Maybe that's a Lennon bit, maybe that's a McCartney bit, particularly in the song that's kind of contested, like Norwegian Wood is. You know, when you when you're still in like sixty yeah. five. You know, afterwards it becomes a lot clearer. But in the in the early to mid period it's quite fun thinking about which bit might be belong to who yeah <laughs> um and johnny's was just so brilliant um yeah, exactly what really I, I did feel a little bit bad that i'd given him such a challenging one but he knocked it out of the park <laughs> and did it in his it own inimitable way um and if you want to hear mm. um any of johnny's stuff uh under the apt 
uh, moniker of Christmas um, or Xmas, then um, there's a link to his band camp in the description. Uh, and big thanks again to yeah. Joe Ryan, who performed on your song, and to uh, Jimbo Whiting, yeah. who did production on mine. Um, you can find uh, links to all that sort of stuff. And um, we'll probably pop, pop the songs on SoundCloud as well, so you can listen to them in full, if that is your want. I don't know. Is SoundCloud still a thing? It is. Maybe YouTube might be good. YouTube, maybe. YouTube link. I don't know. This is probably... We'll see. We'll put, yeah. some, we'll put them somewhere so you can listen to them out of the context yeah. of the podcast. But, yeah, um, but well, yeah thanks very much for listening. Sure. And, um, you know, remember to please vote for us at the Pod Bible Awards and uh, give us a nice rating if you enjoy the podcast. And uh, we'll be back. You know, we might drop one more little sort of festive bonus present, maybe uh, Abbey Road... Uh, mm. with Ellis James from the summer uh, and then we'll be back with, on the 23rd of December with our very special Christmas episode in which we'll, people from the podcast Old and New will be popping into our sort of virtual Christmassy house party a, a Noel house party if you will um, and uh, yeah until then <laughs> that's a terrible joke uh, we'll <laughs> see, see, see you I didn't see get it until then keep Bloody beetling on with you, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Robin. Happy Great. Christmas. Good. <laughs> Your Own Personal Beatles is presented by Jack Pelling and Robin Allender. The podcast artwork is done by Morgan Ritchie. It's produced by me, Jack Pelling, and is a Homespun Sounds production.